Hey everyone, welcome to Schoolhouse, where we believe every parent has what it takes to help their child learn. We're here to give you practical tips and encouragement so you can be a confident learning coach. This is the space where school and house meet. I'm your co-host, Mary Stackhouse, and I'm joined by our host, Dr. Erica Carr, and today is all about getting to the other side of a schoolwork meltdown. Now, Erica, what's happening when our children enter meltdown mode when they're learning? Great question. Uh, So a schoolwork meltdown, like any other meltdown that our kid's going to experience, is caused by a flood of emotions. So usually Mm -hmm. that's anxiety and frustration. I mean, we have the same thing as adults sometimes. Um, In episode two, uh, just reminding, we did talk about the emotional side of learning. So if you want to check that out, we go a little bit into sort of why learning and school is an emotional experience. But school and schoolwork you know, plain and simple can be mentally and emotionally draining for many children. Mm -hmm. And as parents, you are bound to experience a schoolwork meltdown at some point. Uh, Some, maybe more than others, but it will happen. Absolutely. And this is a really great reminder for parents that when it happens, just remember you're definitely not alone. Um, Okay. So Erica, what can we do to coach our kids through a schoolwork meltdown? All right. So we're going to be sharing four tips with parents today, but first... I think we should start with some preventative measures. Okay, so what do you mean we can actually prevent a schoolwork meltdown? Okay, so they're not 100% preventable, (laughs) but we can definitely pay attention to a few things that can help make them less frequent and help our child move through them faster. I'm sure every parent wants to hear about this. So how can parents, um, what steps can they take to help prevent a schoolwork meltdown? Okay, so there are three, and it's routines, rest, and water. Yes, and we've said this, I think, at least a dozen times on the podcast. In episode one, Structure to Thrive digs into the science of it, but our kids crave patterns and routine. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to routines and preventing schoolwork meltdowns, meltdowns, it it does do, you know, a lot of good because it helps them feel safe and it reduces distraction and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So starting the day with a consistent morning routine helps your child know what to expect, which is a positive and calm way for them to start the day. This is really good. So what's an example of a morning routine? So a um, good morning routine is going to be first consistent, which I know I just said, mm-hmm. but it is so important that they're waking up at the same time, they're getting dressed, um, you know, then eating breakfast, brushing the teeth, all of those things that have to be done before they leave the house for school. And that it's a very consistent pattern, that there's not something that is, you know, thrown in there or that, be, that mm-hmm. causes like a flip of that, you know, Mm -hmm. even can really throw some kids off. So staying consistent with sort of the order in which we do things and the, the ways in which we do things. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So then the next one is going to be that rest. So rest is an extremely important way to prevent meltdowns because quality sleep helps us balance emotions and process new information. So when we talk about rest, this is, you know, getting the right amount of um, hours of sleep every night Mm -hmm. and really making sure that that sleep is not interrupted, that it's just that quality sleep that our brains need. Okay. So what about water? You mentioned water. Why is that a good idea for, um, making meltdowns less severe. Water powers every cell in our body. Dehydration actually has a negative effect on memory, motor skills, and attention. And in fact, I remember um, when I was in the classroom, 
there were definitely times where I could just tell that kid, a kid needed water. And so it would, it was, you know, go get some water, go to the water fountain and go get some water. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um, and you can see it though. You Mm -hmm. can really see it sometimes, um, in kids, they get drowsy. Um, and you can just tell like the, the body, the brain, it's just not working. It's not firing. So staying hydrated is so key. Um, because when even your brain and body start to just uh, go into almost like survival mm-hmm. shutdown mode, um, that water is just important to make sure that we don't have then the negative, uh, further negative effects, which can be, of course, meltdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good idea to make sure to have like a bottle of water around. Yeah. Yeah, for kids all And time. a lot of schools now um, actually allow kids to carry mm-hmm. water bottles. And I think that is wonderful because it's so necessary. Yeah, we all need that. Yeah. Okay, these are some really great tips for parents, but let's get into the four tips that you have um, that you mentioned that will help get us through a schoolwork meltdown. So what's the first tip? All right, so the first tip is let it happen. What? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I know, you weren't expecting that. No. All right, so sometimes our children just need to get their frustrations out. So let it happen, but remain very calm. And the other thing that sort of goes into this letting it happen is listening because you want to be listening to your child during this time Mm, um, mm -hmm. when they're, they're most likely if they're having a meltdown, you know, sometimes I know kids can't get words out, right? It's like that full on sniffle, everything's clogged, they cannot speak, Mm -hmm. Um, but when they are able to talk, listen to what they're saying. And you can even just be validating in that. You know, mm-hmm. I hear you. And, and just validating their emotions, keeping them from building up. Um, and so when you do just let it happen, it does help them to know that you, number one, care about their emotions. Um, and that it, and it helps them to just get it out, like we said, and not keep it bottled up. Mm-hmm. Um, so let it happen. Pay attention. Like, don't walk out of the room. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you can also consider doing something like what we talked about in episode 21 about um, identifying emotions. You can try to use something like an emotions chart during this meltdown and, you know, have your child point to the face that represents the emotion they're experiencing. This is going to be that good opportunity that as you're letting it happen, you're also sort of breaking up the moment a little bit for them Mm -hmm. so that you're letting it happen, but it may not be that long, right? Mm-hmm. You're letting them focus on something different by looking at the chart and identifying that emotion as well. Okay, so that's number one, let it happen. What's number two? All right, number two is take a breather. And I know we talked about, we've actually talked about brain breaks a lot on this mm-hmm. podcast as well. And this is really similar. So it's, you know, if it has happened, uh, maybe you need to take a step away from the assignment, it's homework, schoolwork, whatever it is, um, and just give your child about 10 minutes that is not related to that assignment or that work. So um, they can do things like calm breathing. You know, you can even practice that with them, which is really awesome. It can help you and your child through that moment. Um, but it definitely can be something else like another quiet activity, uh, something that's going to, like we kind of mentioned with, uh, um, the letting it happen and identifying their emotion in that moment, it does also the break gives them an opportunity to, you know, switch away, let their brain switch away from that activity that's causing them anxiety. So coloring, eating a snack, Mm -hmm. maybe a movement break. Yeah. You know, that's important. Yeah. Get some water maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is tip number three? 
So tip number three, help them get started. So once you've sort of gotten to the other side of maybe the ugly cries and Mm -hmm. the the just complete meltdown um, mode of um, whimpering and snot and all the things, um, it's really important for you to help them get back to the work because remember, their emotions have just been elevated because of that mm-hmm. and so I mean we now can you're call going back it, like, to it a trigger yeah. right mm-hmm. um, exactly now you're going back to it so my goodness they didn't figure it out the first time so they're gonna need a little bit mm-hmm. of help to get to the assignment get back to it get through the assignment mm-hmm. so that you don't have another meltdown right on the yeah. tails of one you just had. So this will definitely be things like breaking it down for them, which will probably mean you've got to read the instructions, right? You've got to yeah. figure out like, what is my child being mm-hmm. asked to do mm-hmm. here? Um, because if it's like normal circumstances, you've probably just said, hey, do your homework and they got started and mm-hmm. you don't really know what they're supposed to do. So read over it, um, help them break it down. If they're if it's very clearly a big assignment or big task, you might have to actually ask them, you know, what could be your first step? And if they don't know, and you can see that that emotion is starting to well up again, don't ask them again, what is the first step? You identify the first step for them because yeah, they need help at that point. Exactly. So they're clearly not getting it. So you've got to help them. Um, That's a good tip. Yeah. So just Uh, helping them with that first next Mm -hmm. step and then once you once they get sometimes all they need is to know what is the first step I should take Mm -hmm. because that's where they're stuck Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah I think um and they just have trouble articulating that I mean they're children yes exactly yeah Yeah. that's really good and it's that's I like what you said about articulating it because maybe they actually have an idea of what they should do, mm-hmm. but they don't really know if it's the right step. And if mm-hmm. you have a child that becomes overwhelmed because they are perfectionist or something like that, I mean, that is where those emotions come from. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's really good. Just helping them to um, find that first step. And you can ask questions, you know, what's the mm-hmm. first step? I, like I said, but don't ask it again if they don't know or if they start getting um, irritable. And then... Right, that makes sense. Yeah. And is there anything you should do um, next? You know, that can get them to the next step mm-hmm. even. So just walking them through the actual assignment helps. Mm-hmm. And I'll, Okay, I love that. So number three, help them get started. What is tip number four? Tip number four is connect with the teacher. I know we've said that at least a dozen Mm -hmm. times on the podcast as well, but there is a reason. Um, And really the reason this is in here for the schoolwork meltdown is especially if you've noticed that meltdowns are occurring around the same subject or the same Mm. type of assignment Mm -hmm. consistently. If you're noticing... So if you see a pattern, reach out to the teacher. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. If you're starting to notice that, reach out um, and then have that conversation and just say, hey, you know, I've noticed that this type of assignment seems to be very difficult and it's causing some emotional breakdowns at home. So I'd like to, you know, get your help or is there anything that I should be doing to go about tackling this differently? Mm -hmm. The teacher will usually have several tips or can help you get um, to the right solution very easily, but you won't know until you ask, right? Yeah, so that's really good advice. Yeah. Wow, these were really good tips. Um, just one more time, Erica, let's go through 
one, two, three, four, what are the tips that you have for helping move through a schoolwork meltdown? Yeah, to move through, we're going to do the four things. So to move through the schoolwork meltdown, you're going to let it happen. So remember, remain calm, listen to your child, especially if they're saying anything that you can sort of take as a cue to help them get to the right track Mm -hmm. later, Um, and then encourage them to identify their emotions if you think that's the right step during the moment. Mm -hmm. Then number two, take a breather. Uh, consider giving your child a 10-minute break before you go anywhere close to that assignment again. Uh, Make sure they're using that time to do something that's really calming. So breathing, coloring, um, jumping rope, something like that that's just going to be away from the assignment. And then number three, help them get started. So you might want to break down the task into smaller steps, help them identify the right next step. Mm-hmm. And then four, connect with the teacher, especially if your child is having frequent meltdowns or you need help getting your child started with the work. Love it. These are awesome tips. Thank you so much, Erica. And parents, don't forget to join the Schoolhouse Conversation on social media. We'd love for you to follow us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Schoolhouse Podcast. And parents, if you want to know more about coaching your child's learning, you can also find us at Parent is Learning Coach on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find more tips and ideas to make learning fun there. So thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to having you join us next time at the schoolhouse.